Hi, this is Haley, COO of the Heart Center Entrepreneur. We're on our winter break over here at the HCE headquarters, so this week you'll be hearing a replay of one of our most loved podcast episodes, Scaling Your Income by Stabilizing and Sacrificing. Anna is dispelling a huge myth that tends to surface around growing your business as you scale and how to do it without burning out. This is an important, gentle reminder as we head into the holiday season where you deserve to have a break too. Remember, we have just a few weeks left until the next round of our signature mastermind, Sell With Heart, gets started. So if you are currently making $2,000 to $12,000 per month in your business and looking to scale to consistent six-figure years and beyond, we would love to support you. I'll put the link in the show notes to the application and a way to reach Anna with any questions to see if this is the fit you need to make next year your best year yet, even if you're working part-time hours. Welcome to the Heart Centered Entrepreneur Podcast. I want you to be rich. Yes, I want abundant financial success for your business. But I don't just care about your business making money. I care about you too. I want you to be rich in happiness, in the impact you make, in your relationships, and in how you give back. I'm Anna. I built my six-figure business as a side hustle while I was pregnant with my daughter in 2016. Now I've helped dozens of women do the same. I'm here to help you build a profitable, heart-centered, fully booked business with the latest tips on sales and visibility, with proven mindset hacks, and sneak peeks behind the scenes with what's working right now in the online space and in my business. Ready to make more money with heart? Let's go. So what I want to talk to you about today is sometimes in our business, we need to make sacrifices. Business and anything that we want in life that's of our heart takes sacrifice, right? Going after the partnership you want takes sacrifice. Being a great parent takes sacrifice, right? The things that we love most in life take sacrifice. So if it's feeling like you're having to make sacrifices for your business, that's normal. There's nothing wrong with you. And this isn't in the sense of like, I'm sacrificing so much that I'm burning out or like over hustling or like, you know, I did a podcast episode recently on like survival mode, right? I'm not saying that forever, you this needs to be forever misery. But what I am saying that it, in order to get here in the last five years of my business, I have made so many sacrifices. And I want to talk to you specifically about some of them that I've made so that you can see like, oh, that's how she does it, right? Because I think I talk a lot about like the beauty of what I've created, right? I make six figures. I work 20 hours or less a week. I have a really flexible business. I have a really ease-filled business. I'm very happy, right? I have an amazing team. But there are points in my business that I lean in and I make sacrifices, especially in certain points of transition or change in your business, right? So right when you're starting a new business or when you um, are doing a move to scale your business. Like you start a new program or you hire a new team member, right? All of those transitions are change. And in life, change is inherently painful, right? There is some pain and discomfort that comes with becoming something new, (laughs) becoming something new. Um, and so I want to talk to you about that. And I would love to hear from you too, if you feel like you are in this season of change or transition or really going all in. And I want to, you to think intentionally through what sacrifices you can make to get there faster. Okay. So here's what I wrote. Change takes mental, physical, and emotional space, right? And so usually what this means as we're going after something we desperately want, we audaciously want, right? Often we have to let go of other things to make that happen. 
you know, and I hear a lot in the online space, like, well, I don't want to hustle, right? In some ways, that's why we let things go, right? If we're going to prioritize one thing, we let something else go so that we don't have to do both. That's where hustling comes in, trying to do too much at once, right? But I think we also miss, uh, confuse hustling with like, uh, hard work and fear. I'm afraid in my business all the time. I would not say that I hustle in my business, but I would say I'm routinely challenged, (laughs) stretched. Um, and so no, knowing that that's normal, right? That feeling of being stretched and challenged and pushed to the next level, but that's different than feeling the hustle energy, right? Or feeling like you potentially are burning out. So, I just want to give you some examples of things that I had to sacrifice in order to get here. That way, in case you're sacrificing those same things, you're not making yourself wrong for it. Okay. So as I launched my business, I was working my therapy job during the day. So I would get to work usually from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. I would get there early so that I could work and see clients for my coaching business for three hours before my job started at 8 a.m. Um, that's what I did for a big season, right? And so it was like 15 hours, five days a week, right? And so I was really putting 15 hours into my business from the get-go. And I would say that amount of time, and I get that that's hard to do. If you work a day job, I get that it's hard to put in the time, but I really recommend to my clients, even if you're not a morning person, doing your best to put your business first, your tasks first. This can happen too, even once you have an established business um, where you find that you are fully booked with clients, but your own business is like kind of getting pushed to the sidelines, your own marketing, your own visibility, your own new projects, your own new programs, right? So same thing. If you have a full load of clients, it's making sure that you're putting your marketing, your CEO time your visibility, your sales actions first in the day. So that might mean that you don't start client work till 10 a.m. You know what I mean? And it takes a sacrifice. Like I get there's downsides to that. You have to wake up early or whatever, right? But it's just knowing that I do see that as being a pivotal thing, being able to put your work, your business first, practically so that you have the energy for it, right? But also on a subconscious level, right? A metaphorical level, what we're saying to God or the universe is my, my, my dream matters. My business matters, right? Even if you have a fully booked business, me growing to the next level matters. I'm going to put my business first. Even if I don't know what I want to do with that time, I'm going to set aside that time and make it a priority. And I'm going to show up for me. This is what I try to tell myself too. I'm going to show up for me and my business, just like I would show up for my clients in my business, right? Now I'm fully booked with clients. I got a lot of clients, but I try to tell myself when I set aside an hour on my calendar for a CEO day, or even like an hour um, to work on my own content marketing, right? Am I respecting that hour as if it was a client call? I would always show, if I have a group coaching call, I'm gonna show up to that, right? But, But how often do we flake out on ourselves and not on our clients? Same thing with the day job, right? You're showing up to work for your day job. How can you show up for your own most important business tasks with that same audacity, whether it's, again, your mindset work or whether it's sending some sales emails or whether it's doing your content marketing for the week, right? How do we show up for our own business with that same fierceness and build that self-trust and really tell ourselves like, I'm worth it. My growth is worth it, right? Okay, beautiful. Um, Let's see. Okay. So that's one thing I did is I made the time sacrifices. Sometimes we have to make time sacrifices in our business, right? 
Another thing that I've sacrificed is I've sacrificed massively financially in my business. My business, I'm so grateful, has really supported me really well from very early on. However, there's definitely been points in my life where I have had to take financial sacrifices in order to invest in my business or make it work, right? Whether it's investing in coaching or um, this is a little bit more life related, but when I was going through um, my divorce last year, I moved in with my parents (laughs) for um, quite a while for multiple reasons. Number one, I love my parents. It was a safe space for them to support me with my, with my kids. So, you know, watching my kids, but also financially so that I had the room and I knew that I wouldn't have to make any, like any, I wouldn't have to touch my business savings and I wouldn't have to have a dent into my business. You know what I mean? I could felt like I could be really, um, financially savvy around that time. And that took sacrifices. Right. But I think it's just realizing like in life, in business, like there's no, there's going to be pros and cons to everything, but it's looking at sometimes it's okay to make a financial sacrifice. Right. Uh, Other things that I've sacrificed is like mental sacrifices. Right. So like I was talking about the way that we, um, make sacrifices without it being a hustle is we, as we're prioritizing one thing, other things might slip through the cracks a little bit. And I think this is not talked about because as women, we're supposed to have like all of our shiz together all the time, but I am really good. And I would like credit this to like, (laughs) as to like one of the reasons that I'm so successful. I am really good at managing my discomfort around letting things go, letting life be imperfect, letting things like knowing my priorities and letting go of everything else. For example, I am so good at responding to my clients in a timely manner. If you're my client, you know that I am in our in-between sessions. I'm so good at keeping, keeping up with you, responding to your messages or whatever way we have in contact. Right. Um, however, when it comes to my email inbox, if you're not a client of mine, it might take me a week to get back to you. It might take me two weeks to get back to you, or my team might be the one responding to you. Right. Because I can't do it all. And so I think it's like strategically letting things go. Also, as I like, I'm recording this podcast, but I'm looking around my house right now my house is not very clean right now, right? I'm in, I'm kind of busy this week because I'm prepping for lunch. And so, you know, jujitsu outfits are on the ground. My water bottle is by the floor. You know, I do really good at letting my house get messy when I need it to, right? I also hire a ton of support. This week, I have a full fridge of meals because I hired a meal service company, right? I have a laundry service company that's doing my laundry this week, you know? And so I think, one of two things either needs to happen. We need to be able to either let things go and manage our discomfort around it, right? Or we need to hire it out. If you have the financial resources, I 100% recommend hiring it out. Even before my business made money, I started hiring things out in my business. I would hire a college student to come over and fold my laundry because I knew it's a lot harder for me to be productive in my business when I see the laundry on the couch. Even if I'm not folding it, the fact that it's there and I know that it should be done, 100% keeps me from being productive in my business, Right? So either being able to manage your discomfort around letting things go or hiring it for someone else to do it. Does that make sense? And again, I think this is where, you know, the conversation around, I, I feel like I have, you know, sacrificed a lot, but I've also like let a lot of things go. Where you start to burn yourself out is where you start trying to do both, right? You start trying to add on and keep up with the laundry, right? You try to add on and keep your house as clean as it was before you started this new business, right? And so it's asking yourself, can I tolerate letting it go? And if not, 
How do I remedy that? How do I hire it out? Can I tolerate my dishes being undone? You know, okay, I guess I need to hire someone to come do my dishes. If I can't afford it, then I better work on the tolerance, right? I better work on the tolerance of my dishes sitting there for two days. And this isn't comfortable, but I'm going to tell you at every level in your business, one of the biggest skills that I feel like I work on with my clients is managing your discomfort instead of solving the wrong problem. Right. I've had several clients this week that are either like sending out a proposal to a new client and charging more than they've ever charged before. Right. Or something that makes them feel uncomfortable. The problem you need to solve is not lowering your price. The problem you need to solve is managing your discomfort, taking care of yourself, doing your mindset work, checking in with me, doing some self-care, not touching your price. Stop solving the wrong problem. Right. Um, Okay. Other sacrifices that I've made um, are for a season, I pulled back. I am a huge fan. I love going to mental health therapy. I have a therapist. For a season, though, I pulled back on doing um, like therapy with my therapist and personal growth because I it was feeling like too much. It was a good thing, but it felt like too much to keep calls with my therapist and my business coach. And so... Um, I I think that's just a conversation to be had. Like, is there something in your business that you can let go of or pause? Um, Let me see what other examples I wrote. Okay, so this is kind of embarrassing, but I kind of felt like I needed to share it with you. So in the season of, I just moved to San Diego, right? Like I moved my business 13 hours away. I'm a single mom. Um, This is pre, was this pre-pandemic? I'm pretty sure this is pre-pandemic. Um, I would bring my kids to church on Sundays, love our church. Um, and the kids would go in the kids center. And this was before, I think I really had, this is before, like I got them settled in school. So before I really had childcare figured out, I think. Um, and so what I would do is I would do attend the worship part of the service, but during the sermon, I would go out to the hallway. I would plug my laptop in, not every Sunday, but occasionally more than once I did this, plug my laptop in and, like did 10 minutes of like sending off an email that I needed to, that I wasn't able to for whatever reason. Right. And some people might be like, what, Anna, that's so disrespectful. Right. And then I will go back into the service. But for me, I would rather be there for me. Church is very important. My relationship with God is very important to me personally. So I'd rather go to church and take in what I can go to part of the service, send an email for another part of the service, than not go at all. And I think what we do is we're so afraid to live in this gray area of life and forget that like we make up the rules. I was sitting in like a discreet part of the hallway. I wasn't like making a scene by the way. Right that we forget to say like, it's so we're, there's a gray, right? Like, do you have to cut something out? Or maybe even for the therapy example, maybe you see a therapist and maybe you decide, you know, you're not going to go every week anymore. You're just going to cut back to once a month. Right. So I really encourage you to ask yourself, like, how can you play with that gray a little bit more and realize that like in the, not for forever, but in the middle of a transition, life's going to be a little messy. And in order to not drive yourself insane and in order to not hustle and burn out, you just have to let it be a little messy, right? And so just thinking about that, obviously, again, back to that episode I did on survival mode, like ideally it's just for seasons, right? But in seasons of shift, in seasons of change, in seasons of growth, it takes usually you're working a little bit more to work a little less right? Another great example of this is um, do primarily now, this didn't used to be the case, but now most of my income comes from my group programs. It used to be my one-on-one offers, right? And honestly, like if, and the big, biggest reason I love group programs, but also 
group programs give me a ton of flexibility with my schedule. And right now I have a lot of responsibility with my kids. And so that gives me the freedom for that. Um, and so I work a little harder to fill group programs so that I can have that flexibility to be with my kids, right? Like that's kind of a sacrifice I make in some ways versus in some ways, you know, I was very comfortable at like a full load of one-on-one clients. There's nothing wrong with staying at that, but I knew I wanted the flexibility so that I could have more time and energy for my kids. And so that's a sacrifice that I made, right? Like really leaning into launching. Um, Okay, I think that's all the examples I have for you. I could give you so much more examples. (laughs) But I think what I most want you to take away from this episode is it's okay to make sacrifices. It's not okay to over hustle or burn out, right? But if you're in that season of your business and you're not seeing results, it might be because, I mean, this is just real talk. Maybe you're not making enough sacrifices, right? Maybe you're not making enough sacrifices and you do need to make sacrifices often to implement change, whether it's a physical health change or a emotional change, right? Whatever change, right? When you become a parent, (laughs) when you get married, any sort of change, it just shakes things up a little bit and it takes work and effort. Is it worth it? Oh, a thousand million times, right? The change is a hundred percent worth it, but change takes sacrifice. So I would ask yourself today, are you making enough sacrifices? How bad do you want that next change? And are you willing to make the sacrifice? Are you willing to make the financial sacrifice, right? And not so much like, and this is like when you think about investing in like a coaching program, I always tell my clients when they're thinking about investing like in Sell With Heart, right? I want it, it every time I invest, it's a little scary. It's a stretch. It's a change, right? But we also want it to feel like aligned and peaceful and congruent and, and clear, right? So I'm not saying make sacrifices in your business that feel like out of alignment, right? But sometimes the sacrifices we make can be hard, whether it's a financial sacrifice, a time sacrifice, um, a priority or mental sacrifice, permission to make sacrifices, Do you need to make some more sacrifices so that you can start seeing results, right? Or maybe you're listening to this and you're like, oh, wow, Anna, I actually did have a season of that. And now I'm like kind of reaping the results of that sacrifice. It might be time for you to like just rest for a minute, like stabilize. I'm a huge fan of like change and stabilize, change and stabilize, right? change and stabilize. Um, And this is hard because I'm like an Enneagram seven, right? So I love new ideas, but I think it's giving yourself permission. Maybe you're listening to this and you're like, wait, I don't need this message. I did it. I did wake up at 5 a.m. I did make that financial sacrifice. I did. And now I'm sitting on a lot of beautiful results. So can you give yourself permission to rest, to stabilize, right? To lean in um, before, to gear up for your next shift, right? Because in business, we always, there's always a change ahead, but I really try to lean in, stabilize, lean in, stabilize, adds another challenge, stabilize, right? Um, Add a new team member, stabilize, add a new offer, stabilize, right? Asking yourself, what do, what's, what's my season right now? And I would love for you to DM me on Instagram. I just want to hear from you. I want to hear from you if you're listening to this podcast and let me know, is it a season for leaning in and sacrificing or is it a season for stabilizing? Sacrificing or stabilizing and don't overthink it. Trust your gut. Tell me which is it for you and then don't feel bad about it. 
don't feel bad about it, right? I think both are equally, I mean, equally, equally, equally imperative um, for your growth. Okay, my loves, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your Wednesday. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Please make sure you're subscribed um, so that you keep getting these beautiful episodes. I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for hanging out with me. I do not take it lightly that you listen to the podcast. I know you have a million options for content, but I do not take it lightly that you tune in with me. And it's just such an honor to be here with you. Okay. Hope you have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day. Thanks for hanging out today. Please hit that subscribe button so you can make sure to stay updated anytime a new episode drops. And I would love for you to join me in my free Facebook community. It's called The Heart-Centered Entrepreneur. We discuss the podcast episodes. I regularly go live and do free trainings. And you may even meet your newest biz bestie. So you can join at heartcenteredcommunity.com. It's absolutely free. And I cannot wait to see you in there.